Episode number six, All in Society and Friends. What's up, everybody? Kings and Queens. How's everybody doing? First marvelous week of October. I don't know about you, but here in Maryland, Southern Maryland, the weather's been beautiful. Um, Yesterday was nice. Today, I think it was 81 degrees. This past weekend, I turned the air off and everything. I was chilling. It was nice and and breezy uh, at night. It's perfect temperature. And then now this week, it's like, man, like <laughs> it's summer all over again. Um, at least there's not a lot of humidity, though. Um, so, but it's perfectly perfect, perfect, perfect weather. Um, I have a mascot this year, or excuse me. Well, I should say this year. This is the first time I've been proud to be a Lions fan. Um, but I got a mascot. For this episode. And we're going to start this episode off. By me getting into um, the story time. I'm going to tell you about an event that took place. I think it was earlier this week. Like a Thursday at Maryland Live Casino. So I'm at the end of my session. I'm picking up my chips. I made money this session. Nothing crazy. I think I made a buy-in, plan 1-3. New player comes over to my table. Um, forgot to tell you, I'm, I have my Detroit Lions hat on. I don't have a sweatshirt or anything else on. Just Detroit Lions hat on. But it's fresh. It pops. It's blue. As soon as you you know see, you know what it is. It's the Honolulu blue. I think it's the Detroit Lions colors. And a guy walks over to the table And he says, and he doesn't say anything necessarily directed towards me, but kind of says says an open statement, uh, bandwagon Lions fans. So I know what he's talking about. He sees my hat, and he wants to have something to say about it. Um, Now, a couple of the things could have triggered him to do this. More than likely, he put his last $5 to his name on the game um, this past week, and he lost thinking the Packers were going to pull it off. Um, And so he pissed and he wants to say something. Or he's the type of guy, especially in this area, they like to run their mouth. Um, Trust me, I've seen it all uh, and I've experienced myself. I have plenty of stories to tell you guys. Um, But like to sit down to the table, run their mouth and try to kind of bully the table rather than just sit down, play your cards and let your... You know, your game do the talking, let your cards do the talking, let the chips do the talking. They try to, like, intimidate you. But anyway, so a guy comes over to the table, makes the comment, and I said, well, I'm assuming you're talking about me. And I said, well, I'm born and raised in Michigan. And then I said, why would anybody want to be a Detroit Lions bandwagon fan? It is literally week four of the NFL. They've won three games. They've won and done nothing. Why would anybody, how is there a bandwagon? If anything, everyone is rallying behind the culture, kind of like the underdogs, right? Um, And the coach, everyone likes the coach. The team, um, they're on hard knocks. So we've got a lot of just positive vibes and we have momentum and we got a great team that we built, right? So that's the reason why somebody, I guess, would be want to be a bandwagon fan for the Detroit Lions. But other than that, Detroit Lions have been miserable my entire life. So why would you want to be a bandwagon fan? 
Um, but anyways, I'm still proud. This is the first time I've ever been proud to be a Detroit Lions fan. So I thought that was uh, a funny story to tell. So you can't possibly be that stupid. Nobody wants to be a Detroit Lions fan. No one is going out and buying Detroit Lions gear, apparel, because they won a couple of games. Now, if you're a believer like I am, you went out and you bought that hat um, because I do believe they're going to 100% make the playoffs. Hopefully, it's knock on wood as long as everybody stays healthy. Uh, But moving right along, um, and I want to stay on the kind of the sports conversation and, and betting on sports. So myself, I've been betting on sports probably more so than usual as far as the amount. Um, now, that's multiple reasons why I've been doing that. But I wanted to make sure that we're doing this responsibly. Now, I'm not sure if a lot of you guys are just watching the game, putting $5 on it or something like that. Um, but I know there's a lot of people that are betting on the games every week. Um, I'm really sticking to betting on Detroit Lions and kind of betting on San Francisco, the top five teams that I'm going to get to at the end of this episode. San Francisco, um, it was the Cowboys at one point, but they're kind of shaky. Um, The Eagles, I don't like Kansas City. Detroit Lions, I love betting my home team. I watch them. And so I want to keep it real small and not really chase um, different bets every single week. But all this being said, I want to make sure we're doing this responsibly. If you're going to bet, if you bet anything more than $20, I suggest you guys start writing this down. Get yourself like a journal, a log, or just put it in your phone in notes if you have an iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have. I'm sure there's a section that has notes in there. But write down everything that you bet. Um, now, if you bet, like I said, if you're doing a little $5 um, fantasy football team, go ahead and just like do that and just have a good time watching the game. But if you bet anything over $20, make sure you log in this. And um, just make sure you're keeping track of this. I don't want anything, anybody to get in trouble, and I don't want things to get out of hand. Because I know in my emails, they are flooding me with promotions, and then you see it on TV, probably billboards, wherever you go. Um, you, it's almost like impossible to run away from this. You got Taylor Swift on television um, promoting uh, football, trying to get, seems like, new fans in, people that are Taylor Swift fans, not necessarily into football. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, the Toy Story um, thing with the, with the, I think it was the Jaguars game, and you could watch the game as they were like Toy Story figurines in Andy's like playhouse or something like that. So uh, just be mindful of these things. They're coming after the kids, they're coming after the children, and they're coming after our money too. Um, so just be mindful of this. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. Now, getting in trouble, and that kind of alludes and is a great segue to the next topic, and that is Dumb Money, uh, the movie Dumb Money, and also saw the movie The Creator um, past couple days. So first, I want to dive into Dumb Money. I really enjoyed this movie. When it was really going on, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't really diving deep into the stock market um, at that time, so... I know a lot of a lot of it was going on and I was watching this from a distance and I was like, why are these people invested in GameStop putting that much money into it? It's a it is a it's a dying business. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I now understand when it was kind of less than ten dollars. I can understand if 
it was truly a value stock if you believe that the company could turn things around. But it seemed like the company the company wasn't really managed well uh, from the beginning. Um, and now maybe things are turning around now. I've been really looking to the company. It's not really a company I follow. Uh, with that being said, the movie itself was... I really enjoyed it. It was entertaining. It was funny. It kind of um, poked at your emotions a little bit as well. Their sister passed away, I believe, due to COVID. Um, And so we really started to feel for the character and really root for them to beat the hedge fund, right? And also because you wanted them to succeed as individuals themselves. All the characters that were um, portrayed in this movie. And I'm not sure if this was movie was based truly on the, 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 the people that the movie was, I don't know if those fictional characters or they're really real accounts of, um, folks that were holders. Now I know the guy, um, I don't know his name, but I'm not going to call him Kitty. A lot of that wasn't just like 100% factual. A lot of it was just based on his story. Um, but I would like to know, would you guys, uh, would you guys take the profits um, or would you have stuck it through and held through with Kitty? Um, I know there would have been a point that I 100% if it could change my life and make my, uh, my, my life better, make my family lives better. I 100% would have took the profits over uh, the principle of beating the hedge funds and everything. Oh, I'm looking at myself. Sorry. They probably didn't, uh, mention this. So I cut everything off cause I'm getting ready to, uh, grow a beard. So, um, Blank canvas, and um, I'm tired of shaving every day, right? Um, so I grow a beard, especially for the fall and the cold uh, winter. Um, but I definitely would have took some profits and took care of my um, my family. Um, probably took a nice vacation and um, enjoyed myself. If I would have wrote it up from like ten dollars up to wherever it was um, at his at his peak during the Pandemania, um, for lack of a better word. Um, sorry about the little arm uh, wave. I'm not sure exactly where that came from. Um, but it was a good movie. I would I would actually go see it again. Um, maybe there were some things that I missed. Um, but I think it was really well uh, done, uh, well, well written. Uh, the actors all did a really good job. It wasn't anything like too... <laughs> Elaborate wasn't like a big heavy drama, um, but I think they did a really great job job telling that story. Um, I really enjoyed it, so definitely go see it. Whether you're into interested in the stock market or not, this might get you interested in the stock market. And I, I definitely learned some things. Like I didn't know that the hedge fund folks were they called us dumb money, the retail investors. Um, but uh, I mentioned this watching Wall Street Trapper. You guys should check in with him. Um, on he has this show right going on right now on YouTube as well on Tuesdays. So make sure you check in with him. Um, but he was talking about the lions are like the you know the apex predators, right? Um, but it also is the wild uh, dogs or hogs. They they hunt in packs, and you're you hunt packs, and just the way that they hunt, they everybody eats and they eat. Equally, not just like the lion, the king get the king's share and everyone else gets kind of whatever the leftovers are. Um, so if the gang of us would, and I've mentioned this before, if we would all gang together, um, maybe gang together is not the proper way to say it, but all come together um, collectively 
and put our money into some type of investment in as a society, as a community, and push things forward positively for our community, uh, specifically if things aren't getting done by the government or whoever we're expecting to kind of save us. Um, if we put our money together, even though it's it's small, but you right here you see the movie, if we all come together, we can we can accomplish and we can um, do some amazing things. Um, now, unfortunately, the this, the powers to be have too much power, have too much money, and at some point they will um, crush the little man. Um, but uh, it was fun watching. Uh, moving along to the creator, I enjoyed this movie as well. I thought the CGI and everything was great. The acting by the, the little girl, and I'm not sure what the actor's name is. It's terrible. I can't remember off the top of my head, but everyone did a good job. Um, the, the story itself, I enjoyed it. I, to be quite honest with you, as far as building up the characters and really getting an emotional connection with them, I almost had better connection or really bought into the story and the characters in Dumb Money more so I did the creator. I think creator, if it had another hour, it would be a long movie, but it would um, maybe some additional scenes and a little bit more would have had a, a, a more powerful and lasting impact. But it was overall a... Uh, a good mon- good movie. Um, I don't wouldn't say I would see it again. If I didn't see it, I wouldn't be upset. I guess, but that's because I I saw it. Um, but it was interesting to kind of see um, AI era- interact uh, em- emotionally um, and kind of see what possibly could be if we don't get things in check. But they did mention in the movie, and this is a spoiler. If uh, if you haven't seen the movie, listen. You interested in seeing the movie? Um, maybe tune this part out. Maybe a couple seconds. But they did mention that there was a a nuclear weapon that went off in L.A. and it wasn't the AI that did it. It was the it was a uh, error by uh, us by humans in the code. So it wasn't AI's doing, it was actually our doing. And so, um, but they blamed it on AI. And um, so I know there's a lot of fear of AI taking jobs, but I th- obviously it's going to make things easier, more efficient. Just hopefully there's some checks and balances and we're, we're really doing things um, and doing things proper way and make sure we don't get things out of hand. Um, now, using AI to um, power... Uh, what I think Tesla is going to do and kind of push transportation forward. And we're going to, uh, we'll be able to go to and from more efficiently and hopefully more um, better for the economy or excuse me, well for the economy as well. And for the, for the environment as well. Um, I know Eli is working on some major things, so maybe AI can push that forward. We can get that sooner than later. Um, I don't have a lot of information on this, but also, Zuckerberg and his wife were talking about um, curing all disease um, by, well, I think they said 2050. So that's amazing. And AI can uh, help accomplish that, maybe accomplish that sooner than uh, what they're expecting. Um, So that would be absolutely amazing, right? Um, So there's a lot of positives, but I think there's also a lot of negatives, and we've seen it in these Terminator movies. Now, I don't want to dive too deep into this, but these kind of things that I think are thinking about. Why, how does this movie come out? It just seems so coincidental. This movie comes out 
the same year where the stock market was really driven um, by technology companies, tech companies, um, by the word uh, AI. Um, me personally, when I knew uh, things were big, is because I was listening to Earn Your Leisure, and I think they went to Davos conference or something like that. It's just like the elite go to this conference, and a lot of the conversation was about AI, and they reported on that, and then CNBC, maybe even CNN, started reporting on it, and the stock market took off. And so AI has been like every day listen to CNBC and, and on the news and everything you hear AI, 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 AI. And then this movie comes out and I just, it just seems like we are just getting set up for, for something. They're just kind of desensitizing us to, to something. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to go too far deep down the rabbit hole. Maybe stuff like this will be something that gets picked up on YouTube. Um, um, but I don't want to get too deep into the rabbit hole. I'm not the type of person that goes into this uh, conspiracy theory, theory stuff, but it's just something that just comes to mind. Uh, maybe I should not uh, partake in some things before I go see these movies and I get my mind <laughs> running wild every once in a while. All right, so let's dive into it now. Um, NFL stats. And um, I alluded to it, I think, last episode or on my podcast as well. And make sure you check out my podcast, All In Society. It's on all your major podcast networks. Um, Just type in All In Society, type in Claude Winston or type in Claude Purchase, and you'll be able to find it as well. Uh, Follow, download all the episodes for me. I appreciate the support. Thank you very much. You can also check out my website, www.allinsociety.com, A-L-L-N-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com. If you're watching this on Facebook, thank you. I appreciate it. We're probably friends. We've probably been friends for a while, or maybe we're just acquaintances from the poker community. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, and if you guys are watching on Facebook, make sure you transfer over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube page. Um... All in society, please do. And I will post, um, and I already have it in the, I believe, uh, the episode description already for you guys to find the link and to go to YouTube and find All in Society to follow there. Um, but we're going to go down each game and we're going to do, do this rapid fire. I'm going to try to speak as fast as possible. I know there's other ways for you to consume this information, but I, the reason why I do this is because when I look at the stats, I can kind of, I'm a, a numbers guy, I never used to, but I like to look at numbers, I like to look at stats. And by looking at this and looking at this and jotting it down every week, I do this kind of manually myself. I'm sure I could probably buy one of the new versions of ChatGBC, ChatGBT and say, hey, do this for me. But I like to take 30, 40 minutes and kind of jot this down and um, and just look and see how all the players are performing. And I, at the end of this, I'm going to give you my top 10 for the through week five, kind of like Stephen A. does this. I'm going to give you mine as well. All right, guys, here we go. Rapid fire. Packers 20 at Lions, who scored 34 points. Um, The passing, Lions golf, 19 for 38, 210 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Packers love. He was 23 for 36, 246 yards, one touchdown and two picks. So... As far as yardage, um, 
Packers were definitely throwing that ball because they couldn't keep up because we were running the ball down their throats. Woo! Detroit Lions. I wish I had a nice grizzly roar or a bear's roar or growl, whatever you want to call it. Um, I got to get, I'm going to start using this pad over here and um, start doing some uh, sound for you guys and get some some added production in here Um, as well as we'll have, I'm scheduling out some um, viewership, excuse me, some more interviews for you guys. Excuse me. Went, uh, lost my train of thought. Some more interviews for you guys as well. So stay, stay tuned as well. Well, back to football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Love may have passed, had more passing guards. Um, he had the same amount of touchdowns as Goff, um, but he also had more turnovers than Goff. So two interceptions Lions Montgomery he rushed 32 times 32 times after coming back from injury he had 121 yards on the ground and three touchdowns that's right three touchdowns he ran it down the throats I told y'all uh receiving for Lions I'm on St. Brown he had five receptions five receptions for 69 yards and one touchdown and Packers Dobbs he had nine receptions for 95 yards Jaguars beat the Falcons, Jaguars at home, 23-7. Atlanta's quarterback, Ritter, he was 19 for 31, 191 yards. He had one touchdown and two picks. Trevor Lawrence, and this game was international. This was an international game in the morning overseas. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 23 for 30. He had 207 yards, one touchdown. Robinson for Atlanta, he was... This rookie is looking good. 14 carries, 105 yards. And receiving for Atlanta, Smith, six receptions, 95 yards. This is maybe the game of the week. Uh, the Bills smash the Dolphins. I lost some money on this game. I had Miami plus three. I thought the Miami could win this game. I thought they were going to run the ball effectively and keep the ball out of Allen's hands. They ran the ball, but um, <laughs> their defense is trash. Um, I think it was number four on defense. I don't like to go too hard on people, but he don't need to be playing. Or may, I understand he was playing against uh, Diggs. Um, and he is not an easy opponent to guard. But number four, he looked like he was just playing chase um, with whoever he was lining up against. Um, multiple times he's running, not even the ball's coming. He's not even turning around. He's just running by like this, and the ball could hit him in the back of the head. He wouldn't even know. But he's doing this, hitting, touching receiver, not even trying to look back and to defend the pass. So, number four, I don't even know what your name is. I don't even give you uh, enough praise to even mention your number. But he was terrible on defense for Miami, um, defensive back. Um, but Miami, uh, Tua, 25 for 35, 282 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Um, Buffalo Allen, he was 21 for 20, for 25, 320 yards and four touchdowns. Absolutely killed Miami's defense. Uh, Miami's rushing. A-chain, I told you, Miami run the ball down the throw. Eight, eight carries. He only took – eight carries for 101 yards. He had two touchdowns. Um, I'm assuming this – these I didn't get a chance to watch this game um, as a whole. I was watching in a red zone. So I'm assuming some of these carries were when they were just – Chucking the ball downfield, playing catch up, and maybe the the defense they had maybe like just three up front at, on the line, and they were just a chain was be able to just run it down their throats. 
I don't know, but that's the only thing I can think. Um, why they weren't be able to run the why they didn't run the ball um, more than eight times with him when he had this amount of yardage. Um, and then Diggs receiving for Buffalo. He had six receptions, 120 yards, and three touchdowns. Absolutely torched number four, uh, I think, a couple of times. I think number four was moving around with a couple of receivers. I guess they were like, Diggs, um, you got enough. Let's put somebody else over there. You torch them too. It was it was embarrassing. Man, um, if they want to be uh, serious – um, or if they want to, if they gonna be able to beat a team like the Bills who can put up points, um, they're gonna have to show up their defense. Otherwise, Miami is just um, they're just one sided. Not gonna, I'm not gonna take them seriously. Um, but we'll see where I put them on my top five if they're in my top five. Broncos, Bears, Broncos came into town into Chicago and beat the Bears um, for passing. Denver, Wilson, 21 for 28, 223 yards, three touchdowns. Chicago Fields, 28 for 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns and interception. Herbert, Chicago rushing, 18 carries for 103 yards. Receiving, Chicago Moore, eight receptions, 131 yards and one touchdown. And Komet for Chicago, seven receptions, 85 yards and two touchdowns. Ravens smashed in the Browns. I think Browns were a little shorthanded this week due to injuries. But with that being said, Jackson passing 15 for 19, 186 yards and two touchdowns. Rushing, Jackson, nine carries, 27 yards and two touchdowns as well. So he had a very productive game. They could stop, not stop Lamar. And receiving, um, Baltimore Andrews, five receptions, 80 yards and two touchdowns. That tight end is lethal. Tying smashed on the Bengals, 27-3. Tannehill, uh, Tennessee passing, 18 for 25, 240 yards, one touchdown, one interception. King Henry, Tennessee running back, uh, rushing, 22 carries, 122 yards, one touchdown. And receiving for Tennessee, it's Westbrook. Ikein, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. I probably butchered it. Five receptions, 51 yards, and one touchdown. Rams on the road against the Colts, they won. Uh, 29-23, Stafford passing for L.A., 27 for 40, 319 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Richardson, Indy passing uh, quarterback, 11 for 25, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Rushing L.A., Williams, 25 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns, nice game. And receiving L.A., Nakua. He, was, he had nine receptions, 163 yards, and one touchdown. That rookie is doing uh, wonderful things. Bucks beat on the Saints. Bucks were on the road, 26-9. Passing Mayfield, Tampa Bay, 25 for 32, 246 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. And receiving for Tampa Bay, Godwin, eight receptions, 114 yards. Nice job, Godwin. Commanders, Eagles, great game, went to overtime, but Eagles won on at home, 34-31. Passing Howell, Washington, 29 for 41, 290 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Philly Hurts, 25 for 37, 319 yards, two touchdown. Rushing, DeAndre Swift, Philly, 14 carries, 56 yards, and one touchdown. Um, so they did not run the ball as effectively as... Uh, as he has in games past. Obviously, this is a division opponent, so this is a tight game. Receiving for Philly, Brown had a wonderful game. 
Nine receptions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Vikings beat the Panthers. Vikings on the road, 21-13. Passing Cousins, Minnesota, 12 for 19, 139 yards, two touchdowns. He also had two picks. Carolina Young, rookie, 25 for 32, 204 yards. Rushing Minnesota, Madison, 17 carries, 95 yards. Receiving Minnesota Jefferson, six receptions, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Jefferson, um, he is a wonderful receiver, best in the league probably. Texans smashed on the Steelers. Stroud, um, this rookie, he's a heck of a player. Houston Stroud, 16 for 30, 306 yards, two touchdowns. And receiving Houston Collins, seven receptions, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Chargers at home, 24-17, beat the Raiders. Herbert, L.A., 13 for 24, 167 yards, one touchdown, also one pick. Rushing, Las Vegas, Jacob, 17 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. L.A. Herbert uh, got wheels this game, 12 carries, 27 yards, and two touchdowns. Receiving, Allen, L.A., three, three receptions, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Cowboys smash the Patriots at home, 38-3. Dak Prescott, Dallas passing, 38 for 34, 261 yards and a touchdown. And receiving Dallas, uh, Lamb, four receptions, 36 yards and a touchdown. 49ers uh, made some money on this game. 35 at home against the Cardinals, who had 16. Passing Dobbs, 28 for 41, 265 yards, two touchdowns. San Francisco Purdy, he was 20 for 21, 283 yards and one touchdown. Probably MVP so far, San Francisco McCaffrey, 20 carries, 106 yards, three touchdowns. And receiving, we had a lot of receiving yards uh, production this game. Arizona Brown, seven receptions, 96 yards. Arizona Wilson, seven receptions, 76 yards, two touchdowns. San Francisco Ayuk, seven, excuse me. Six receptions, 148 yards. And San Francisco McCaffrey, he also has seven receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. What a heck of a game. McCaffrey is, woo, he is definitely the MVP right now. The Chiefs on the road, 23-20. to 20, uh, They beat the Jets. Mahomes, Kansas City passing, 18 for 30, 203 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. I am not impressed with Kansas City so far. New York Wilson, 28 for 39, 245 yards, two touchdowns. Rushing, Kansas City. Pacheco, 20 carries, 115 yards, and one touchdown. That's a nice game right there. And receiving, New York Lazar, three receptions, 61 yards, and one touchdown. And Kelsey, those of you who want to know what Kelsey did, six receptions for 60 yards. Last but not least, Seahawks, uh, I think they're a great team. 24 on the road against the Giants that beat the Giants Monday night. Passing, Smith, he came out of the game but came back in. 13 for 20, 110 yards and a touchdown. And New York Jones, 12 for 30, 12, 27 for 34, 203 yards and two interceptions. Rushing, Seattle Walker to third, 17 carries, 79 yards and a touchdown. And Seattle Metcalf, three receptions, 34 yards and a touchdown. Now, my favorite part, NFL top five. So last week through week three, I had number one, 49ers, two, Dolphins, three, Eagles, 
four Chiefs, and five Lions. Now, this week, uh, one is the same. We have the 49ers, but we have a quite a mix-up um, for the rest of the list. So, number two, I have the Eagles, uh, the only other undefeated team other than the 49ers. They're not playing their, their best football, but they're playing winning football, beating the division opponent in overtime, um, so they're number two. Number three, I have the Bills beating the Dolphins, high-flying offense, but the Bills show they can score points and they have a heck of a defense, so they're the number three team for me. Number four, this is going to shock some people. I'm moving Detroit Lions up from five to four. I think they showed us they are the real deal. They can score points consistently. In their defense, they are stopping the run. Their Achilles Hill is being able to stop the passing game. Um, so we'll see going forward. But I believe if they can stop the run and they can run the ball down the opponent's throats and they can throw the ball and golf gets, uh, does better in protecting and not giving the ball away, then we got something. Jameer Gibbs. Um, he's just getting his feet underneath him. I'm going to probably put something very big against Carolina on any time touchdown for Gibbs this week. And um, David Montgomery, he's having a hell of a season, a heck of a season. Um, so the running game is looking good. Uh, Amon Rossi Brown, um, Raymond, their wide receivers are looking good. They got a wide receiver, their rookie coming in, I think, uh, week six or week seven, maybe. So I really like the Lions. They just need to shore up their uh, defense on the passing side. So I have the Lions at number four, and I dropped the Dolphins down to number five. Dolphins, I still believe in their offense, um, but if they're defense, they're not. They're going to be able to beat um, a lot of teams with their offense alone. Um, but that defense is atrocious, and it's going to keep a lot of teams that in games that they shouldn't be in games. Um, but if they'll be able to put run up points and have opponents doing some things. Um, they're not accustomed to. Maybe their defense can be able to get some turnovers and um, really do some things. So I bumped the Chiefs off because I'm not impressed with um, their they're winning games, yes, but I'm just not impressed with them. Lions beat the the Chiefs. This is not last year's I won a Super Bowl. This is what's happened. What have you done for me this season? So I have the Lions number four bump and uh, bumping down the Dolphins from number two to number five. So, rounding out my top five again, number one, 49ers, number two, Eagles, number three, I have the Bills, number four, I have the Detroit Lions, my home team, and then at number five, I have the Dolphins. Yes, yes. All right, so I did want to talk about uh, the portfolio a little bit um, this week as well, and I wanted to bring up the fact that the S&P 500 is dropping and um, since I've been I've basically been tracking the S&P 500 since August 1st so August 1st and I did it every week so the end of every week so every Friday um, since August the first week of August I've been tracking the S&P 500 remember that's what our our benchmark is is the S&P 500 that's what we aim to kind of uh, beat I'm not sure if benchmark is the the appropriate word, so if that's incorrect, I apologize. But that's kind of like what we're um, what we're 
we're, what we're comparing our own portfolio to. And right now, um, I, I've explained in the podcast, in my cash account, my oldest account, which I'm investing the whole year, I'm beating the market by 2%, uh, the S&P 500. And um, in my account, um, where I've just rolled my, in my own Roth IRA from my uh, previous employer, I'm managing it myself now. I'm closing the gap. The gap is coming in. Um, it was apart, and now it's coming in together. I know there's um, specific times um, and when <laughs> what's coming in like that, um, but I didn't pay attention a lot during high school, to be quite honest with you, and I'm a college dropout. Um, so, <laughs> so you, uh, like I said, I am not a financial expert, and a lot of this stuff I'm learning because I just bought – saw um, a couple courses from Wall Street Trapper, so I'm going to learn from him. And I'm not saying he's an absolute expert as well, but he has no, he knows more information and he has more resources than I do. So I'm going to learn from the resources, information that he has, and I'm also going to go out and gather more information from other folks as well. So I'm not going to just bank on him and just hope and pray that whatever he tells me, I'm going to buy and just things are going to go up, hopefully. That's not how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my own research, but I'm also going to learn from other folks that know more from that know more than me. And I'm also pulled from EYL. I watch um, Mad Money, Kramer. I'm watching CNBC religiously. I'm buying books on a regular. I just bought a book on branding because I'm going to start working on getting this going. I'm going to buy, uh, especially... Um, in the poker room, I'm going to buy a couple. I have a backpack in my, uh, on me every single time I go to the casino. So I think now people are constantly seeing a backpack, um, on me. I'm not doing that for no reason. So stay tuned for that. Um, amongst a couple other things. Um, but getting back to the S and P 500, S and P 500, uh, that first week, in August was at 4,478, okay? Next week, 4,464. So it went up. Then 4,369 went down. 4,405, 4,515. That was in August. And then we moved into September. Remember, September was rocky. Remember, that we're not, don't forget, we're tracking the S&P 500. Then first week, in September it was good, forty four fifty seven. Then forty four fifty. Now listen, forty three twenty, forty two eighty eight, and now we're in the first week of October, and I believe it's just at forty two hundred right now. So S and P five hundred is dropping. And remember what we talked about in the podcast, and we I believe we talked about on All in Society and Friends as well. People are selling off. And it's fearful times. Fortunes are made at fearful times. So now's the time to dig in. Now these courses and things that I bought from Trap, I'm going to dig into this stuff tomorrow. I'm going to have to play some cards tomorrow as well. Um, so I might be doing both at the same time. But more than likely, I'll get up early, get some sleep tonight, dive into these courses. I'm going to check in the Trapping Tuesday. You should check in the Trapping Tuesday on YouTube as well after you're done with this. We're about 40 minutes in so far. Um, so I'll definitely be tuning in with him about an hour late. Uh, but never, he, he's long-winded, so I'm probably not missing too, too much by checking in. 
an hour late with him. Um, make sure you watch Mark and Mondays as well. Um, and we're going to um, we're going to find some some companies on sale. But you also want to be careful because there's a lot going on right now that is uh, not making me be too optimistic um, about the market going up. But just because the market's not going up overall doesn't mean the specific stocks and specific se- sectors can't go up. Um, so we, we might be able to find some diamonds in the rough and ride those waves. Um, if I was a trader, there was a stock that I uh, I put on my watch list this morning. It was a health stock. And won't you know, the stock went up 12% in um, pre-market trading today. There was a, um, I believe, a pension uh, decided to invest in this company. Um, and so they invested into it. And I'm not sure they, so I'm not sure if this is how it works. And I need to talk to people about this because I can interpret this two ways. The stock went up a little bit and this was reported. And then the stock ran up pre-market when the this report went, was uh, was released. Or someone bought in pre-market they said this is what happened, and then there was some buying after the fact as well. So let's say the stock was like at 65 when I saw it last night. And I said, ooh, because I was looking at other companies. Because um, I remember our chap was saying this. You look look for one company, and by searching for one company, you can find other companies that might be even better than the company you're originally looking for. And so I think now I'm, I'm pretty... I'm be able to find what a value company is now, but in 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 be able to determine whether it's a good buy or not. But I'm not. I I do it on a very novice level uh, by um, listening and um, going through Traps courses. I think I'll be able to get that knowledge and information and really dive in and figure out how to extract the information that I need to in order to buy these companies and know exactly. Yeah, this is a great time to buy this company and explain to you exactly why. And I want to be able to read these. Um, I want to be able to see you on. If I see you on the elevator, I want to be able to break down in two minutes why this company is a great investment and not hesitate and tell you. Um, uh, and be like, well, my friend said it's a great buy, or this guy I saw on TV is a great buy. No, this company. Roblox is great because A, B, C, and D. I bought at this price, and I think it's 100% going to get to this price at this approximate time as long as A, B, and C, D happens. That's what I want to be able to split out. And not right now, it's just novice information. I'm just going off kind of like basic numbers and not really diving into the company itself and really figuring out what makes the company tick, who's managing the company, how long have the company's been around, and what's uh, the sentiment, whether the com- people are behind the company, whether it's uh, got growth, it's just kind of a value company, it's, it's a company you just buy for its uh, dividends and things like that. So I really um, want to dive in and get into this because, like I told you all, I don't plan on working for anybody else for the rest of my, for the rest of my life. I have no ambition. Now, I take that back. I will work for somebody if I could think that I can learn and grow from them. So if I say if I want to get into the real estate game 
and I've read all the books and I feel like I've plateaued. And uh, I have a mentor or somebody and says, hey, come work for me a little bit. And then I can get paid uh, and I can learn. Um, now, that's I love that. Um, and I'm also, to be quite honest with you, <laughs> my, my dad's going to love this. Is really considering going back to business school and I can really figure out how to do this stuff myself. Rather than trying to find a partner, CEO, who knows more than me. I think now is a great time to do it. I mean, it's always been a great time to go back to school. Um, so as much as he's been telling me this, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do at the time. So I didn't want to just go back to school just to go back to school just to get a piece of paper. But now I have a understanding and a great idea of what I would do and um, and what I want to accomplish. I'm a little late in the game, but... Um, it feels good to kind of to kind of get to that point in life. But now's a great time to invest in the market. And I'm definitely 100% about to go over a disc- disclaimer with you guys. Uh, so the information provided in this show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor, which is not myself, before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing revolves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results, as much as we wish it was. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations. And by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. Excuse me. So thank you for listening to that, getting through that. And with that being said, y'all, I don't have much other to say. I want you to tap into Wall Street Trapper, Trapping Tuesdays, go on YouTube. Make sure you watch Market Mondays. Make sure you uh, download both their podcasts. They're huge inspirations for me. Um, I'll probably piggyback a lot of their stuff. Last episode, and your leisure was talking about copying, and they mentioned the word poker. So I feel like y'all are talking about me, but I don't give a crap. Keep talking. At least if you're talking about me, that's awesome. It means you're watching me. If you're watching me, that means I'm onto something and I'm doing something. Because he wouldn't be watching me if I ain't doing nothing. So stay tuned, y'all. I got a, some more uh, interviews coming up soon. We just got to schedule these things out. I like to do this live. Uh, but some of the stuff I might have to just do um, pre-taped and just kind of post it in there for you guys every once in a while. But I want to do this. Uh, I want it to be more engaging. Uh, I miss my cousin Rita. My bad. I'm saying, hey, it's better now than later. Um, so yeah, um, I'll have some 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 family, some friends on. Maybe I'll get my mother and my father on. Like I said, I'll be in uh, I'll be in Bahamas in December, and I'll be in Mississippi in Mississippi in December also, and in November to spend time for the holidays with my family. So we'll. We did some holiday editions going. That'll probably be some of the best episodes that I'll, I'll have. Um, but uh, going forward, I'll try to have more people on so it's more interactive. And we'll get a little bit more viewership. For now, we only got people just popping in every once in a while. But I'm trying to put y'all on game and entertain at the same time. 
but stay tuned. NBA season is right around the corner. Uh, I've watched a little bit of NBA Media Day. Kind of the silly stuff that I saw was Jimmy Butler and his email thing. I don't know if you got y'all saw that, but just make sure, just Google Jimmy Butler email and you see what he did on <laughs> Media Day. <laughs> Dude's a fool. Um, so it's a good if you need a good laugh, make sure you tune into that. Um, LeBron said that Kate or not Katie, excuse me. AD Anthony Davis is the face of the franchise. Now he signed a new deal, but LeBron, AD is not the face of the franchise. Stop. He probably won't even stay there the whole time. Especially after he leaves. AD don't want all that spotlight. He don't want them problems. At least that's my take. That's just my take. Also, we you hear a little bit about Damian uh, Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo talking about playing with one another and what that looks like. Um, I think Dame kind of mentioned him and Giannis in a pick and roll is kind of unguardable, 100%. He, he didn't elaborate on, uh, I guess, how much scoring would be easier for him. Um, so kind of good because I might want to go yellow on him winning the MVP. I think it's a very underrated uh, bet. Um, it's definitely not the most profitable or likely bet to um, to come to fruition, but... I think it's a good bet. He'll be able to score a lot of points um, the way I see them um, running their offense. But I could be wrong. Maybe they don't run the offense the way that I uh, see they that they should. Um, I saw on uh, social media, Luca and KD. Or it's KD. Man, I want to keep saying talk about KD. Um, but their team um, is also strong as well. Uh, but Luca and Kyrie look like they're gelling and um, and and playing well together. Um, Luca was uh, putting on some of the some one of his uh, practice uh, squad defenders uh, on skates, showing off the dribbles um, on social media. So make sure you tune into that. I think it was probably on. Dallas Mavericks uh, page or maybe even Luca's uh, social media. I'm not sure what I follow there. Um, so make sure you check into that. I love the NBA. I think NBA is the greatest uh, league, um, even more so the NFL. The fact that you can kind of, you know, I feel like I, I know them a little bit more. You see them on TV a lot more. Um, they are more available. Um, obviously, there's more media coverage with them. Um, they don't have helmets on, so you, if I saw them down the streets, I would know a lot more. I would know a lot of these players more so football players. So it just—I uh, don't know. I just love the NBA. I really plan on traveling and um, to some Washington Wizards games. Not so much home games, but probably away games because those would definitely be games where people. Hopefully, with this new rule, they won't be resting a lot of players. Um, so I want to travel and. Uh, and see some new stadiums that I haven't been to. And I think it'll be some cheap tickets to, to travel and see them play on the road. And I think it'll just be fun. Um, uh, there's not a lot of huge aspirations for this team this year. 
but I think it'll be fun to see Kuzma and Jordan Poole play together. I think there's going to be a lot of court turnovers. There's going to be a lot of sloppy pay. Um, I don't have any hair to pull out. Um, but if I was the coach, I would definitely be pulling out my hair, probably coaching these two. They're going to be – I don't think there's going to be a lot of defense playing on this team, but I could be wrong. Um, maybe they – hopefully they prove me wrong. Hopefully they have a, some strong competitive spirit. I just don't think they're very um, undersized um, team. Gafford's already banged up to start the season – and there was someone else that was also hurt as as well. I can't remember. It wasn't Kuzma or Poole, I don't believe. So nobody, like, major. But the fact that Gafford was already banged up was kind of uh, nerve-wracking. Oh, I think it was maybe even Tyus Jones. He might be hurt um, as well. And if that's the case, if Poole is running point to start the season, oh, Lord, <laughs> here we go. Um, but... I will definitely uh, be a blast to cover them. So stay tuned for that coverage as well, the NBA, NFL, um, and my portfolio, the stock market. And then we'll bring some other folks on as well to to highlight if they have businesses or um, just highlight if they're just amazing people. Um, I want to highlight and um, share, tell stories. Hopefully the story that I started off with was entertaining, was a little funny. Um, like I said, I don't understand why anybody would be a bandwagon Lions fan. You know, go Lions. Um, I've been 35 years old, and this is the first year that I've really ever been proud outside of the times when I was real young and Barry Sanders was on the team, and I enjoyed watching him scoot and skate through the uh, defense. Calvin Johnson, Stafford, um, Teams were also fun to watch. Wow, do you remember Charlie Batch? I don't know why that name just came to me, but do you remember Charlie Batch? Uh, Herman Moore? Uh, wow. Uh, a lot of these players that um, in the Lions past, Lions history, they're just coming to mind uh, all of a sudden. Uh, but... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you watched watched all the way through, I truly appreciate it. Um, that's awesome. I appreciate your support. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the page. Make sure you follow my podcast, All in Society. Go search it right now. Um, make sure you chap, uh, check excuse me check in to Trap and Chew Tuesdays on YouTube, and make sure you check in on Market Mondays on YouTube as well. They'll have a wonderful. Tuesday evening. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a great night.